Welcome to the Teaching Middle School ELA Podcast. We're your hosts, Caitlin Mitchell and Jessica Kanata. If you're looking for ways to bring rigor and engagement to your middle school ELA classroom without sacrificing your nights and weekends, then this podcast is for you. Our goal is to provide you with your weekly dose of tips, tools, and inspiration so you can actually enjoy teaching again. We'll help you bring the fun and creativity to your ELA lessons so that your students master the standards and you can leave school when the bell rings. Get ready to be that teacher you've always wanted to be to do great work and thrive. Welcome back, you guys. Another episode, we're talking all about an easy Halloween activity that you are going to want to do with your students tomorrow. Can't believe it's Halloween almost. No, me neither. And can I just share something? It's brilliant. This is my first time I've seen this done. I'm sure most of you teachers will be like, no, my school does that too. But how cool is this? My kid's school. Halloween is on a Sunday this year, right? They don't have school on Monday. Oh, that's nice. Finally. Like I always would beg for that from principals. Like, why do we have school the day after Halloween? But it's the first time I've seen it. And I'm so pumped for my kids. That has never happened to me ever in my years of teaching as a student. Nothing ever. Wow. One time it happened for me and it was amazing. Like I still remember it, my third year teaching, but I'm just so excited for my students and that my kids principal or my students, my kids that their principal, um, yes, for the teachers. Now they can stay up late too. And they don't have to be, you know, cranky the next day and all that stuff. Oh, the sugar high has school the day after Halloween. I have no idea. I'm guessing he does (laughs) because most schools do, but Hey, (laughs) speaking of Halloween, are you going to be anything this year? My usual costume, Caitlin and I, like we don't deviate from our costumes. So if you've been listening for a while, you probably know our costumes, but I will again be a softball player or baseball player from a league of their own. I have the pink Georgia peaches outfit or Rockford peaches outfit. So I will probably just do that again. Yep. yep. That's <laughs> you? the same thing. I have, I a, know yours, a Jersey. I have a giant's Jersey. <laughs> I, I don't even go all out. I just put the Jersey on and some jeans and that's all I perfect. <laughs> but, and again, we're recording this, you know, prior to October, but as of now, the giants are in the playoffs. So yes, knock if on that wood. continues, then it's a very appropriate costume that you're wearing. There was one year where gosh, I think the giants, cause I've been, I've oh. been a giants fan for, I don't know, forever. Five years, that costume too. years, a really long time. Mm-hmm. And I re- I was in LA yep. when I was a giants fan. One of the times and we had just won the world series and I just got heckled yes. everywhere I went. I probably shouldn't have worn it. No, totally. I wore mine to school too back then. And I remember like other teachers decorating my door with like Dodger stuff, just to be like, <laughs> don't wear your giants costume at school whatever. Totally. Loyal fans up here. Yes. <laughs> All right. So anyways, let's get into let's that dive in. a little bit. Um, before we start talking about this easy Halloween activity, I do want to invite you to download one of our awesome free resources. It's our haunted forest escape room. So we're going to give you this activity that you can use, but if you're like, meh, I actually just want something that's totally done for me. And I don't even have to lift a finger. This free download is like the best resource to use as we move into Halloween. It's haunted forest. It's not Halloweeny, but it's haunted forest. You can make the connection for your students. But if you go to evacademics.com forward slash escape room, you can go ahead and download that totally free. It'll cover about three class periods and your students will be highly, 
highly engaged. And All might right. I just suggest really quickly for the yes. winners of your escape room, candy corn would be a perfect prize. <laughs> I'm obsessed with it. I know so many people hate it, but I just think that would be fun to bring into the classroom and give away to the winners. I just remember that working with you a few times around Halloween and you just have your huge bag My of candy corn bag. sitting next yeah. to you and you just eat them. And I'm yeah. like, just, I'm like, that's it's so good. That's literally my favorite candy. It's the only time of year I eat it and I haven't bought any yet. I'm holding out. So if I eat like two, I feel sick to my stomach. It's so much sugar. It's so much sugar, but it's so good. (laughs) Anyway, if you like candy corn, go enjoy. (laughs) So if every year around Halloween, and this was me, totally found myself in the same position. Mm -hmm. I know Jessica did as well. At this time of year, your students start to get really antsy. They start to get more chatty in class, right? And then we guarantee it's going to take you more time than normal to get them through what you're teaching. It's going to take more effort on your part to keep them engaged, right? This is that time of year where things start to, it seems like things start to slip, right? The wheels start to fall off the wagon, if you will. Um, And so if you're the type of teacher like me and Jessica, Jessica and myself, if I'm using correct grammar, who you really want to maintain that engagement, right? You really still want to have that high level of rigor, but still be able to get into that Halloween spirit a little bit, right? You want to keep things on target in your classroom, but you still want to be able to have fun with your students. Then we're guessing you've probably tried a bunch of ideas in the past, right? Different types of Halloween lessons. And what I found in the past before you and I started working together is my Halloween lessons were kind of lame. Like they weren't highly academic. They weren't, you know what I mean? Like it was like a filler activity that wasn't relevant to the standards and like, (laughs) what a waste of my class period. You know what I mean? Um, so we want to give you a simple activity that you can do with your students that is fun, but also still rigorous with your students and is going to keep them highly focused in those last few days of October leading up to Halloween when they're crazy. So you want to talk about it? Absolutely. So the activity we have outlined for you is called scary stations. Love it. Appropriate, right? (laughs) And what I love about this is you can make it last one day. You can make it last two days. You can make it last three days. It's all whatever works with your schedule and how you set it up. So basically there are two stations that you would set up in your classroom. One is a podcast analysis station. And then the other is like a story writing station. So I'll break it down. So again, you could split your students into two groups, have them rotate. You could just double these stations and have four groups. However, you can make it work for your class. But for the podcast analysis station, what you would have your students do is listen to a particular podcast episode. And I'm going to give you that episode in a second. And then you're going to have them analyze it. And you have some options with this. You can look at your speaking and listening standards, and you can actually have them analyze the podcast, right? Was the title effective? What did the host of the podcast do like to engage the listener? Was that effective, et cetera? Or you can look at your writing standards. And after your students listen to the podcast, you can focus in particular on the narrative writing standards and have your students write a possible ending to the story. So that's, what's kind of interesting about the episode I'm going to share with you. There really, there is an ending, but it's ambiguous. And so Mm -hmm. they could come up with it. And I think it would be fascinating to hear their different theories on this and they can focus on those narrative writing skills in particular, like I said, the endings, right? Are they going to have a cliffhanger or are they going to have a circular ending? There's eight different types that they can, you know, write about. So I think this is a really good spiral review, narrative writing activity. Love it. 
Love it. So, so tell us about the podcast yes. episode. Have we talked about this we before have. on the podcast? So we okay. have. And people bring it up and they say, what was that episode again? So I think it's good to remind you of it because it's that good. And this is like the perfect time to use. It this is. I mean, it's a great one. You episode. can do it any time of year, but it makes sense for scary stations around Halloween. Yeah. So the podcast episode is called Bump in the Night and it's episode 71 on Criminal. So if you know that podcast called Criminal, um, the host's name is Phoebe. She's just got this really like soothing voice and tells stories very well and interviews very well. <laughs> my kids love her, like my own sons do. Um, so okay, bump in the night. Again, I've said this before, I'll give you a brief background. It's about this girl. She's about 20 years old. She moves away from home. She's living in this apartment by herself. Sorry, she- I already have chills. I like Why? This, it's creepy because I it just creeps me out. It's a scary story. It is a scary story. I told I said this last time to you. I made my husband listen to it in the car and he was just like, oh my God, wait, what is happening? <laughs> but it's not gonna like there's no like bad language, it's not gonna freak your students out too no. much. But listen to it first before you should, you know, have them listen. <laughs> anyway, so the girl moves away to a new town. She's in a new apartment and life is going well. She has like a little dog and she goes off to work every day. Everything's great. But she starts noticing some like weird things happening in her apartment. So like maybe she put a can of soup away on one shelf in her cabinet. And then like the next day it's somewhere else or, and this is so relatable to me. Like she would buy a six pack of Cokes. She'd put them (laughs) in the fridge and then she'd go in the next day and one or two would be gone. And like, that is something I would notice. I would blame my husband. Like you drank my soda. Right. So she's just like, what is happening? And in fact, she does blame her brother and she thinks he's coming to the apartment and doing things. He's like, no, I'm not doing that. And she's like, starts to hear these noises in the meantime, up above her bed. So she has this little bedroom off the living room and there is a weird like door in her ceiling, kind of like it would be an attic door. I don't know if they're very common, but she, it's just kind of weirds her out and she hears stuff and the landlord's like, no, there's nothing going on up there. And then things get even crazier and some other things happened where she just cannot deny that there is something going on in that attic and there are some bumps in the night. So I'm going to leave you with that. Listen to it. Have your students listen to it. And then again, they can write the ending. We do find out what that bump is up in the attic, but again, it's ambiguous and they could come up with a totally creepy ending that they could share with the class. And I think it'd be a really fun, rigorous activity for students to do. I literally have goosebumps all over my body. I hate it. Oh, it's so scary thing. I can't even, sorry, I just hit my microphone. I just made a weird noise. I can't even watch, um, what are they called? Like, Trailers, like commercials for scary movies on movies. TV. I have to like close my ears and my eyes. Cause I can't handle scary yeah. things at all. No, me neither. I get really freaked out, especially if it's like true stories. I can't yeah. do it unless my husband is in the room with me and it's like light is on. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that's the first that's, one is a yes. podcast analysis station. Love that. They listen to it. How long mm-hmm. do you know how, about how long that episode it's is? It's not that long. I'm going to say 20 minutes. There's an intro that you could easily like cut out. And I know there's some tools you could use online where you could even physically cut out that part. So it's just Okay. Much shorter for your students. So, yeah, okay. Not so that students listen to it and they write perhaps either their own ending to it, mm-hmm. or they write some sort of like lit analysis response, right. which you'd have to give them some guided questions for the lit analysis. So I think the ending is just easy peasy and still standards aligned. Awesome. Love it. Okay. okay. What is Next scary activity. station number two? 
So this one is students are writing again, but it's based on the book, the mysteries of Harris Burdick by Chris von Allsberg. I'm sure so many of you teachers are familiar with that, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe you've even used it in the past to have your students look at those amazing illustrations that are in there and they write their own scary stories. That's what I used to do. Like in my first few years of teaching, I'd, you know, turn off the lights, they'd share their stories. We'd have a little campfire, pretend campfire, whatever. It was fun. It was fine. But this is kind of a twist on it. It's going to make it just a bit more challenging. So what I might do for this station is you can use all the illustrations, or you can maybe pick depending on how much time you have in class. So let's say you pick five of those illustrations and you put them at your station activity, station number two here, and you have students work in pairs and they have to come up with a 10 word story. I love those based on those pictures. So much fun, right? Because it's rigorous already. You can talk about diction. You can talk Mm -hmm. about tone and mood, dynamic vocabulary, et cetera. So you could even give them a little mini lesson before they write their 10 word stories with their partner, but they do not share them with anyone else. So then what you do is you take all those illustrations, you just photocopy them and put them up around your classroom. So either the five you selected, all of them, however many you did. And then you call on random partners, right? They share their 10 word story. And then the rest of the class has to guess which picture, which illustration does it go with, right? So they have to use some evidence. They have to explain what their reasoning is. You can turn it into a little game and see if anyone stumps anyone, or if like we could all guess really easily, it's quick, it's easy and it's fun. But again, it's standards aligned. You can have students inferring, you can have them using evidence from their partners or their classmates, excuse me, 10 word stories to support their reasoning. So I love these scary stations. I hope you give it a try, but again, it does take a little prep. So if you are like, I don't want to do that. Then go with that haunted forest escape room activity mm-hmm. that Caitlin shared about earlier. Yeah. Yeah. I love the Harris Burdick. I actually have it over here in my Same. shelf. Yep. Um, and I did that with my fifth graders. Same thing with you, where they wrote their stories and they yeah. were great. Right. But like, you know, it wasn't a whole narrative writing no. unit for them. Like it, it was long, it got a right? little bit challenging. Yeah. yeah. I will say. So I really like this idea of the 10 word stories. I think that's going to be challenging, especially for eighth graders. You know, you can talk about specific vocabulary, your, you know, diction, why we're choosing the words that we're choosing. All that stuff can be incorporated into that station. So I think those are fantastic. Um, So to reiterate podcast analysis of bump in the night from criminal episode 71. Mm -hmm. And then the next one is students own 10 word stories based on images from the mysteries of Harris Burdick by Chris Van Allsburg. Love it. Yes, ma'am. Cool. Um, and like Jessica said, if you just want to use our haunted forest escape room, it's going to be awesome too. go to ebacademics.com forward slash escape room. It's free, um, three lessons. It'll cover three days for you. So you could use them like those three days leading up to the weekend before Halloween. What yes. is that? Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You got it. All right. You guys have a wonderful rest of your week and we will see you next week on the podcast. Bye everybody. Bye. Bye.